lucky start. We here. Hello. What up? I have a question for you. But I was like, let me save it for the podcast. Because I know it will be funny. So. Yes. So when I told you that I had gotten the Jeep. And um, you're like, I don't remember what you said. Did you say it better not be? Or is it that orange Jeep outside? Oh, I said it better not be. Why Why did you say it better not be? Because, well, first of all, <laughs> after going back downstairs, I realized that it's actually a Kia and not a Jeep. <laughs> oh, you know which Jeep? Okay, so I saw that one, but there's also a, ren- not a renegade, a Wrangler that's mm. orange over there too. So I was like, I wonder if she was thinking that I got oh. that big ass Jeep over there. Oh, Nah, I didn't even peep that one. You know, monthly payments are those are stupid high. I believe it. I, I was, was asking bucks. the eight hundred. Yeah, Yikes. I was asking the man who did my deal, like, cause someone told me people make as much as like twelve hundred dollars a month on their payments for their cars, and I'm just like, why? Right, that's an entire month's rent. Thank you. And that's exactly what I said to him. And he's like, well, I put 800 on my Wrangler. But he says that he loves his Jeep. I'm pretty sure he does, though, because that Jeep does good things. But, anywho, I just wanted to know, like, what you were, like, does she not like Wranglers? <laughs> so I was like, what? But, but then I saw that one. I was like, it can't be that one because it's, it's not a Jeep. It's a Kia. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I realized that, like, shortly after that, I was like, ooh. And now, ooh. Yikes. Anywho. So. Let me go turn this light off over here, but you can keep talking. Uh, as I'm getting ready to ask her a question, she's walking away. No, you shouldn't have. <laughs> no. The doorbell? Oh my god. We should put that as the end. <laughs> play oh it as a boy. separate segment. Alright. Oh boy. Where's the remote for the television? Oh, here we go. Alright. So, people, we are, are, are back. We are back. Together again, lol. We are together again. Just praising the Lord. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you make that up? No, that's a song. I've never heard that before. What? It's a it's a greeting song. We are together again. Just praising the Lord. We are together. Okay, anyways. I'm weak. I'm it's probably weak. like I don't know. Maybe it's a Caribbean thing or a country thing. Because a lot of Caribbean songs are adapted from country songs, so. Mm. I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> what? I'm awake. <laughs> okay, now I feel <laughs> lame. Alright, so we're back. Yes, I haven't been around for a couple of weeks. Has it been two or three? Honestly. Since January started, like, it's the whole month has been a blur, so I'm not even. I think it's been two. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, you I did Tia, and then you had your aunt. Mm-hmm. But was that the one before Tia? I don't remember. I think so. Okay. Maybe. January is the fastest month of the whole, of any year. You think I just so? Literally, that. every year, I see people on social media, oh, we've been in whatever year it is for five months, and we're still in January. It's like... No. <laughs> No. I mean, sometimes it can feel slow, but usually it doesn't. But people are annoying. I'll say, okay, I understand why it's slow because of the holiday, jet lag, and then, you know, the year is just starting, so then it's, like, off to a great, like, boom. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I see it. I feel it. And if you have bills then it can seem kind of either slow or too fast, like slow down, give me more days to work. Listen, I just, one, I'm grateful that we switched to bi-weekly pay <laughs> instead of semi-monthly. Cause what is semi-monthly? Just two random dates, like every two weeks. But bi-weekly it's is... more consistent. Yeah, it's every other Friday. No matter how many weeks are in that month. So this this month I got paid three times. Or will be paid three times. Oh, like every... Every other Friday, regardless like, of the date. So semi-pay could be every 5th and 20th. Mm-hmm. But every other Friday is bi-week. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know there was a difference. Interesting. Yeah, so bi-weekly pay, you get two more paychecks out of the Shout year. Shout out to people who get paid once a month. <laughs> LOL at pastors. Oh my gosh. And maybe conference workers too. I don't know. I think it's conference workers. Um, I know that at my other school, I got paid once a month. I mean, the checks looked nice, mm-hmm. but in you know retrospect, it's like you're still making the same amount of money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not LOL at pastors, because both of our dads are definitely pastors. No, yeah. But, you know, like, I can't imagine being paid once a month. But you know what? That's just called budgeting. Absolutely. You can do it. And honestly, maybe I would probably be better with my money if I got paid once a month. Probably. No, not you, me. No, I get it. Like... Seriously, I feel like this is about to turn into a money talk because the struggle is real between the months of the end Black Friday, so end of November to January, like end of January, trying to catch up on bills, credit card bills. And Mm -hmm. then February, here comes Valentine's Day and you don't know what to get. You want to stay in budget if you're in a relationship. But I, I can't relate to that. Like, I don't know what what Valentine's Day is, so. I'm sick. <laughs> I'm sick. <sighs> I mean, not romantically, you know. Like, a lot of people, a lot of single ladies show love to their other friends. Like, happy yeah. Valentine's Day. That's, that's fun to do. Um, usually, well, usually my mom will send something. Or my parents, rather. Um, but I think they stopped after I graduated from grad school, which was still a long time. Because when I was in boarding school for high school, they sent something for Valentine's Day every year in college. And 
Mm-hmm. Grad school. So we'll see <laughs> in a couple weeks. If, if you get something. anything. If you don't. <laughs> I've been dying to do a Galentine's Day type thing. I was talking about this with Alicia a couple, well, not a couple days ago. Yesterday, we were walking downtown and we were talking about Valentine's Day and um how one of my coworkers named Trevor, you've heard about Trevor. Mm-hmm. He every year he does this is it Brolentine's Day or I guess. What? I don't know. But he puts it on big like he will book a room or a suite at a hotel and provide food and games for his friends and they just go all out and I'm just like what in the world I want to do that. That and, sounds fun. Yeah, even if it's just at this apartment where we invite a couple girls and then we do a photo shoot the Saturday evening when we go out to eat dinner and play games and have, like, wine and cheese in the apartment. I was telling um, Alicia how that would be so cool. There's this game at Target. I think it's called Girls' Night In or something like that. Or something like that. I'll have to go back and look, but we should definitely get it. Like, I saw on Instagram... Uh, my, during Christmas time, some of my friends back home in Memphis were playing it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like some of the dare cards were hilarious. It was like, choose a friend to text your ex. <laughs> I freaking love it. Let's uh, do it. Man. Like a gr- Galentine's Day weekend in. Like we don't have to spend money, but yeah. in. And she was like, I'm down. Let's do it. That sounds like fun. Like, starting Friday night, you can come over and crash. And then Saturday, we can go to church if we want to. And then have the girls' night in. (laughs) I'm laughing because I heard Friday night, you can come over and cry. And I was like, (laughs) this is a celebration, not a pity party. That is funny. All are invited. LOL. Hit us up for the right. the Addy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm sick. Oh man. Okay, let's get into the topic for today. I feel as though how many more minutes? How many minutes have we been? Oh, ten minutes. That's not bad. Hmm. Um. So what's the topic? So Brandy had reached out to me, asking if I wanted to share a little bit about what I've been going through this last 30 days regarding um, my mental health state of being and, you know, and I've been wanting to open up, but I haven't been in a good place. And I thought I was in a better place and then things got worse. And then I think now I'm in like remission. I love that word. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Ti. <laughs> That's exactly who came to my. All right. So, um, for those of you who don't know, uh, the Sunday before Christmas, I'd gone into a very nasty car accident where my car had flipped. It was raining outside, and my car had hydroplaned. And I lost control of the car. I didn't do anything I wasn't supposed to be doing. And um, there was a moment where things kind of got slow-mo for me. 
but at the same time things happened so fast Mm -hmm. so when in slow-mo um before my car had hit the pole the electrical pole in my mind I was like well I guess I'm dying tonight thank you Jesus I think I'm happy of where I'm at in my life I think I did everything I needed to do and um God's got me but then when the car had hit the pole and flipped that's when I was like oh I'm still alive but then all the nerves came rushing and and like even the lady on the phone was pissing me off like what happened that I'm like I'm in a car accident like lady like just get somebody here quick right but um I don't know if anybody has ever been in a car accident, much less a car accident where your car is not in the same position that you got in. And so that's a whole nother story. And I still haven't really, well, I have processed it, but at the same time, I haven't properly processed like, oh, like, why am I still alive kind of thing? Because that was a moment when I should have been dead. I walked out with mm-hmm. nothing except like a seatbelt bruise which Mm -hmm. didn't even hurt which showed that the seatbelt worked because I saw pictures on Facebook the other day of how people's lives were saved just by the seatbelt and the bruises that they've had and it's just like wow like I'm not the only one that got a bruise Mm -hmm. but like a survivor bruise but um that happened but the thing is following up that is the trauma that came after the car accident Mm. and uh, the anxiety that built up. I'm not someone that's diagnosed clinically with anxiety or depression, but I know that every human goes through it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so when I was driving and it was raining a lot in January, um, I would say between Christmas up until now, it's been raining tons. So after that, Every time it rained, I would get, like, kind of panicky. I'd have to talk myself through it. I would be breathing very, like, okay, depressed. You're good. And um, there was one particular day. It wasn't last week. It was a week before where I, where it was raining, but I was talking myself through it. But then as soon as I parked, I just started crying. And I'm just like, why am I crying? And then all of a sudden, like, I started hyperventilating Mm. and crying even harder. And then I just picked up the phone and just called my mom. And thank God she wasn't working. And she was like, what's going on? Oh, my gosh, I can't see. What's wrong? What's wrong? And then I was just like, it's raining. And that's, like, you know, I was just telling her it's raining. And it was, like, scary. And, like, those were the words that were just coming out of my mouth. I couldn't make full sentences. And then she just Mm. started praying. And then she was like, you're okay. And then I had a water bottle in my car. And luckily there was water in it. So I started... (laughs) (laughs) So I started drinking the water. And then I felt better after. But after that anxiety attack because that was I've never experienced something as intense I was so drained to the point where I went into deep depression the next couple of days where I didn't get up unless I had to go to work and I didn't shower and then the like two days after that I told myself you have to get out this hole Mm. so that's when I put myself on a routine on purpose and I felt better And then now I feel much better. But at the same time, I have to ask myself, 
what happened, what led to that situation, and how can we prevent that from happening again, even though there will be, or there can be a time where I can't prevent that from happening, but how can I not reach a state where I'm so dark, where I don't even want to come out my room yeah. and I don't want to shower. I don't want to talk to anybody unless I have to. I don't go to work on, unless I have to go to work. I don't exercise unless I have to exercise. Mm-hmm. I don't brush my teeth unless I have to brush my teeth. Yeah. And it just felt weird. Um, do you have any questions? I know I've been rambling. <laughs> First of all, thank you for sharing. Um, You're welcome. Like we've said before, trauma is trauma, and trauma can look differently for everybody. No matter how small or big you think your trauma is, you still have to to, to face it. And honestly, I don't really know where where I would be mentally, even still. Like, um, I mean, it hasn't been that long, but... um, it's been what a month, I guess. Yeah, the twenty second oh. was a month. Yeah, so like I don't know where I'd be mentally. Like, kudos to you for crawling our, digging yourself out of that. But like, other than getting tired of being there, like, what were some things that you? What was your routine? You said you made a routine. So what was your routine to help you get back to you? Oh man. So. Uh, before I made the routine, I have to backtrack a little. Mm-hmm. I had a therapy session with my therapist, and I was not in it at all. Like, I was just like, please hurry up and just finish. Like, my headspace wasn't there, and I was tired. And so, um, she had to safety plan with me because I told her what had happened. And so, when she safety planned, that's when it hit me like, Things are kind of dark. And I'm glad she safety planned. What's a safety plan for those that aren't aware? Safety plan is when you're feeling... When you're having feelings of hopelessness or whatever. Or not even feelings when you're having those feelings. But okay. So when you start treatment, mental health treatment, you have to safety plan with your client. Safety plan means if you're having a bad day or thinking low of yourself... What are some things that you can do to make you feel better? Who's your support system? What's their number? Do you know a hotline number that you can call? Mm -hmm. Also, what are some things to avoid when you're feeling this way? Mm. Yeah. So it's like a safety plan where like there's a fire routine, a fire drill routine. (laughs) When this fire um, alarm goes off, which direction are you going to head out? Which door are you going to leave? So just like when you're feeling like you're suicidal, what do we need to do at that moment? I know that it doesn't always follow step by step the way that you plan it, but at least you have the tools at your fingertips. I love it. And so we safety planned because I was like, I'm about a four or three today. And she's like, that's not good. And I was like, yeah, no. And she's like, have you thought about doing anything? Some of the questions they ask you during the safety planning session, have you thought about a method that you could use if you wanted to complete suicide? Mm-hmm. And so I said, I've thought about doing it, but I haven't thought about a method. Mm-hmm. And 
I oh. said that it would be nice to just go to bed and never wake up, but not necessarily not live, just sleep and just that's it. And so she's like, okay, well, let's safety plan. And then we wrote down who, like, I wrote down your name and your number because that was one thing, like, who lives around you or close by you, who doesn't live with you as well was another one. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some things to avoid? And um, have you have a history? That's another question. Do you have a history of suicide and um, or self-harm? Because it doesn't always have to be about suicide. It can be mm-hmm. self-harm. Mm-hmm. And I do have a history of self-harm. And so when that came up, I was like, listen, lady, that happened like 10 years ago. My self-harm thing is not going to happen again. She's like, yeah, but still the fact that you have it. Mm-hmm. as a history mm-hmm. so that was one thing I had to safety plan with her but then I also had to safety plan with myself after wow. that mm-hmm. because you can do it with somebody else but how committed are you with yourself then when I got home I have like this whiteboard on my board on my wall with like a daily schedule pre-printed and then you fill in the blanks kind of thing and so I wrote my routine on that and I stuck to it because I said if I get off of this routine then I'm going to feel like it's okay to just go off or dip into that side of the water again. So I made sure, like, this is what we're going to do this week. And then when I started putting myself in the this is what we're going to do this week routine, I felt better because I was like, wow, this actually feels good. Oh, I actually miss doing these butt exercises. (laughs) (laughs) I miss drinking water. I miss taking my vitamins. I miss flossing my teeth. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and after that, I felt much better. But now I can see like, wow, like that was dark. Like I've had dark days before, but I was like, whoa, like that was dark. Like I didn't want to talk to anybody. Hmm. Um, just wondering if I forgot anything, but no. Yeah. Wow. That is a testimony honestly I I know well I'm only thinking of one person but I know a couple of people that have had severe accidents um and walked away with nothing mm-hmm. as well and like they they too went through a depression phase I don't know about the anxiety part probably I wouldn't doubt it because like their car was wrapped around a tree and um they had two accidents like that actually but um accidents are not fun mm-mm. like even the small ones mm-mm. listen <laughs> let me tell you i had this tiny like i mean tiny fender bender and like when people ride if i'm not the driver and, <laughs> and someone is riding somebody and i'm in the passenger seat or the back seat like I literally have a heart attack. I just don't say anything because I had a. That's not healthy. No, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes, especially if it's my sister, um, she's like, "I got this. I got this." I'm uh-huh. just like, "Okay, all right, you got uh-huh. it." Until one day, somebody breaks too hard and you can't slow down fast enough. And that's what pisses me off because I'm like, why do you do that? Why do you ride someone's butt like that? Like, you never know what someone's been through driving. Let them drive slow if they have to. But I didn't mean to cut you. No, you're, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's just, like, it still amazes me that 
you and the person that I'm thinking of are just like living walking testimonies God is so crazy he and oh my gosh he is because it's like what do you have planned for me God Mm -hmm. what do you have planned for me because as of right now I feel as though nothing is happening in my life wow but as Cassie said in our life group Maybe it's not what he has planned for you. It's what impact you have on somebody else. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, you would never know that you are somebody's saving grace. And that's absolutely crazy because the person I'm thinking about is now like a mentor to young black boys in the Memphis area. And like, wow. studied, I think, political science and doing absolutely nothing to do with his degree at the moment. At least I don't think there might wow. be some twist, but... Um. Wow. I'm just like, whew. And I like I can see like just the way that he posts even on social media because we're not like in constant communication. Mm-hmm. Um. It there's a such difference in like even his presence when we do like link up, it's completely different. Like mm. his life has been truly affected by the grace of God. And it's just like, wow, I just, I can't even express anything properly because it just leaves me speechless for real. Mm-hmm. Sugar. One thing that I, I, I have to say, like, as a strong person, because I do consider myself to be pretty strong. I'm always that one person to be like, oh, you got this motivational speech Monday, you know, like to my friends. Mm-hmm. But when I saw how bad things were, I was like, wow, like. Even the strongest people can get weak. And I even recorded myself one day and I deleted it after. But I was like, I'm not okay. Like, I don't... This is not good. Mm -hmm. And my sister, as soon as the accident happened, before we said goodnight after the accident that day, she said, you're about to enter a period of your life where you might feel like you're hopeless. Wow. Try not to dip into that. You might feel like you're... You know, what did you do wrong? Everything's your fault. But please, Candacy, do not dip into that. And I'm just like, how crazy is it that she even, like, knows this type of stuff? Mm-hmm. But sometimes you can't control it. Because there was thoughts where I was thinking, like... Because my dad threw out there, like, it's too bad you're single. Because there's nobody... Like, it would be nice to have that support system. Yeah. But I know he didn't mean it in a bad way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But thinking about it, I'm like, wow, like, I can't even get a man to help me. And then I started thinking about, like, why didn't I just die in the accident? Because this is worse. Man. And just feeling like this is my fault, hopelessness. Those were some of the feelings that I was thinking. But to know... And honestly, when you go through hard times... um, Honestly, when you go through hard times, you start feeling like... I don't know. Like, you start realizing who the people in your life mean the most to you Mm. and people who claim like they're right or die are not always there for you but and that's what hurt a lot too when you want to reach out to someone like hey like save me like you know that picture when you're in the water and you need someone to pull you out yeah it's like nah I'm good kind of feeling like wow so Mm. for those of you who who are going through like an acute situation or just anything like day-to-day um don't be scared to admit 
what you're feeling and claim what you're feeling Mm -hmm. but to also safety plan with somebody else and to safety plan with yourself yeah Mm. (laughs) i'm still speechless oh thank you so much for sharing you're Um, welcome and like i'm i know i'm not one to like oh i have a headache i told brandy this (laughs) but there's some people that just like I have a headache. Please pray for me. That's not me. Like I'm, I'm not one to always share about the small things in my life. So small. This is definitely like a stepping stone for me. Cause even when this happened, people are like, "Why didn't you say anything?" Mm-hmm. I'm just like, "Well, that's not me. Like, I'm not one to brag about my sorrows or like glorify my pain." But that's the thing, though. Like. Part of the safety plans you made is a support system. Mm-hmm. Like, who is who got your back mm-hmm. in the midst of a crisis? Mm-hmm. And obviously, I don't know who, like, was feeling some type of way because you didn't say much about it. But there are people out here that are con- truly concerned for your well-being. Yeah. Uh, so... As much as you can, I'm not really just talking to Candace, but others too, allow them a little bit of room. Wow. So that they too can feel okay, if that makes sense. Wow. They deserve that, at least. They do. But that doesn't yeah. mean you're worthless. Mm-mm. Or, like, because Mm-mm. when you go through a situation like that you sometimes might feel like a little like wow like it's my fault but Mm. sometimes you can't prevent that was another thing you can't prevent things from happening we talked about radical acceptance that same session and I'm just like yeah I know I have no control over (laughs) radical thinking blah 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 (laughs) but she was like and you know this too you do therapy blah blah but I was like but it just sucks like I know it's radical acceptance of the situation, mm-hmm. but I don't want to radically accept it. But yeah, <laughs> it's like you kind of have to. You don't have control over the situation, but it's not your fault. Yeah, yeah. That 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 is the thing about any kind of trauma. Like trauma is never your fault. Never, never. There are some broken people out here that. Sometimes purposely and not intentionally seek to hurt others. Mm-hmm. That causes trauma. And not just people, like car accidents, something that's inevitable that we can't, we don't have control over. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just. And we have to accept the things that we've been through. And it sucks to relive. That's the only way that we're going to get through. Okay. I'm sick. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, thank you for allowing me to share and for being open to listening. Um, I'm, I'm an open book, but certain situations I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready to share yet, but you know, this is an, 
definite testimony and Mm -hmm. just seeing how things came out. Like, I'm just, I always think about my parents. Like, dude, you could have been burying your child for 2020. Wow. Yep. Yikes. And nobody ever wants to to think that. Here's this young girl. (laughs) Hasn't made a lot of money yet. (laughs) (laughs) Who died? No, (laughs) Uh, <laughs> all right peeps do you have anything else to say brandy no ma'am other than thank you so so much for being vulnerable <laughs> and sharing with me and the peeps we <laughs> appreciate you thank you until next time dun, 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 dun. <gasps> i'm sick <laughs> good night good night <laughs> <laughs> bye bye Hey guys, it's Candy. I just wanted to hop on here real quick before we actually closed the podcast for this week. I wanted to put myself out there a little more because I know that telling a story like this is not easy for everybody. Opening up to somebody, especially when you've gone through a traumatic situation, is not easy. And sometimes we get so defeated and weirded out. If weirded out is a word and you guys use it, thank you very much. (laughs) We get so defeated and we get so discouraged when it comes to sharing because in society we want to keep up a face that is very strong and, hey, I'm better than this and I can push through my problems. But at the end of the day, we're all just humans. We are not all perfect and we are blocked. So I just wanted to hop on here to let you know with a word of encouragement that I believe in you, that I'm here for you, and that I totally understand. I may not understand every little thing, but I totally hear you. Ah, that's a better way of saying it. So let me just go on the record and say this. Motivation is very important through times of darkness. If you can find the slightest motivation in your time of darkness, hold on to it. If you can find that support system, Hold on to it, even if it's just one person. Hold on to it. And also, hold on to yourself. It is important not to lose yourself through this whole thing. Honestly, I'm laughing because I saw myself compared from this week to last week. I was a mess, okay? Going to bed, falling asleep, not getting up unless I had to go to work and coming straight back to bed, not showering, not talking to anybody, only picking up the phone because I had to and just, you know, ignoring everybody was what I wanted. And at the same time, sometimes the people that you thought were going to be there for you are not always there for you. It was a very trashy feeling. And in the midst of it, I kind of lost myself. I started thinking like, hey, like, why am I even still alive? I should have just died in the car accident. You know, I could have just, you know, made life easy and just ended it all. But at the end of the day, that is not what we want. We want to make sure that we are not allowing our problems to get the better of us. We got to look our problems in the face and say, hey, you don't have me. You don't have me. So with that being said, I also want you to know that Life is not going to go the way that you always expect it to. No matter how much you plan and no matter how many goals you make for the new year, which is my next point, life is not always going to go the way you want it to. 
sad but true reality. But the thing is, if you hold on to yourself and you stay true to who you are, that is exactly what counts. So as this new year has been started and now it's no longer like, oh, it's a new year. We're kind of past that happy new year phase of telling people happy new year. Now that we're almost in February, I want you to know that even though your year may not have started the way that you wanted it to, or you may have planned, and for those of you who have started your year off the way you wanted it to, kudos to you, but life is not going to go the way that you exactly planned, and I hope you know that. I hope that you hold on to what you got inside of you. Hold on to your support systems, find your motivation, and continue to keep going. Don't be defeated by your problems, but defeat your problems. Ooh, uh, see, that's a little bit of motivation for me. So with that being said, guys, I'm going to say Happy New Year for the last time for this whole entire year. Don't allow anything to get on top of your game. And there's going to be times when your game will be crushed and minimalized and people are going to say things and you know, life is going to happen, but don't, don't let it, you know, take you down. All right, crush my ego a little bit, get back up on the train and you keep moving. You got this. With that being said, take care of yourselves. God bless you. I love you. If nobody else has told you that, because I actually do, and I'm praying for you and I hope the best for you. Remember, defeat your problems. Don't let your problems defeat you.